Welcome to Rat Girls Podcast, where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of girlhood. I'm your host, Abigail Jensen. I'm your host, Gracie Madrid. Being perfect is so boring. So. <laughs> Being feral? Yeah. Way more fun. Love it. <laughs> um, we are joined by a very special guest today. Probably the person I know most intimately in my life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to hear on our sex life? Uh, just go straight into it. Um, Jesse Towns, my fiance. Woo! Actor, writer, big dick haver. He told Move me aside, to, John Ham. He told me to say that. <laughs> she asked for an intro, and I said, "Move aside, John Ham." Just in case any casting directors are listening <laughs> yeah, to this, this guy. This is the biggest dick in Hollywood. Casting directors, take you that guys either need way. A schlong. <laughs> I will do full frontal. <laughs> Absolutely I no actually problem. exclusively only do full frontal. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesse, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I like this chair. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to fidget nervously on it and roll around a lot like this. But... Great. Well, don't do that. It will make noise. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can. It's oh. so loud. <laughs> I didn't think it was that You're also loud. breathing and chewing so loud right now. I'm literally, I, what am I supposed to do? You want me to breathe? Fine. <laughs> Gracie, do you want to be our therapist? <laughs> A lot to unpack so far. A lot to unpack. Now, honestly, it's just, it would be the same. I'd be the same if Colin was here. I'd be micromanaging him. What do you think of our arguments? Tell us whose side you're on. If it's not mine, I'm going Fuck. to off myself. <laughs> I'd like to draw attention not to make this about me. I mean, you should. But to the fact that Jesse and I have the same hairstyle it's we currently. We do. Yep. Some we might it might be visible if we post some of these clips. Yeah. But like for all those who can't see, I we're giving what would you say, Jimmy? I mean uh, Jimmy. <laughs> that is what I'm Sorry, giving. I've never met you before. Jimmy, Jimmy right? It was... It's Jimmy Neutron. I would the... say I would say Jimmy Neutron, um, your Halloween costume. The was shining perfect. The shining girls. What was about perfect? JTT. J oh, oh my god. I think that's what we're both giving. Home improvement. <laughs> This guy is so much older than Just us. Just let him keep going. <laughs> no idea what he's talking about. Just let him keep going. <laughs> Tire himself out. <laughs> that's the that's the end of the jingle. I, the I didn't watch that show. Jingle. I'm like literally. Yeah, neither did I. I was like, oh yeah, I'm I was like way the too youngest girl you've ever met. Crazy. Did you get into anything ratty this week? Rat, rat, ratty, rat, rat. No, my intrusive thoughts. Let's have it on. I could never go on an actual interview show because that is what would happen. And they'd be like, she needs a psychiatric hold. Um, what was the most ratty thing I did this week? Um, I slept in super late. I, I like went into a coma this weekend, which used to rot be a regular. Day. Yeah, super rot day. It used to be a regular occurrence for me. These days, I'm not as lucky to be able to sleep in as late anymore, which really sucks because that's like suck. my favorite thing to do. But I slept in super late. This is a story I was waiting to share with you guys because Jesse knows Colin, right, my I boyfriend. Do. I felt He's like exceptionally handsome. Ooh, I would agree. Really muscular. Uh, you would appreciate this, I feel like. So I hope I can do justice to the story. So I was sleeping in. And um, to preface this, lately I've been having a lot of night terrors, which I've had night terrors my Same. whole life. Really? I think it's the moon or some shit. The, the moon's doing something to our ovaries and it's creating yeah. some imbalances totally, in our yeah. brains Chris, as well. You say, when you say night terrors, you mean legitimate night terrors. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I used to have like, I, I've had reoccurring night 
terrors slash nightmares like my whole life. But they've changed as I've gotten a little bit older. But lately they've kind of come back and they're always with real people in my life in very real situations that like I can't always tell if I'm dreaming, which is what makes them so terrifying. That's been happening to me too. Really? It's like I'm dreaming that I wake up and I'm not actually waking up. I'm still in the dream. Like literally the sitcom, like, and then this, terrifying monster is still there yeah that's the same with me have you ever screamed yourself awake by the way no. <laughs> <laughs> not a, that's not a normal thing that people do i've farted At- myself awake <laughs> <laughs> she has farted me awake <laughs> i one of my best friends farted a whole room of us awake one time and i we never let him live it down literally to the point where our other friend woke up out of bed shot a bed <gasps> what the fuck is happening was that a gun <laughs> now it's just alex's asshole just take a few sniffs you'll understand <laughs> But no, I I learned this tactic very young that if I scream myself awake, I wake up. Horrifying for whoever I'm in bed with. Horrifying for Colin. (laughs) But anyways, so in this instant, I'm just super deep in in my night terror and it's involving Colin. Can't tell if I'm dreaming. I don't know really what's going on. I'm like, you know, inception kind of. So then Colin decides that he, like in the real world, like in the reality, like what's actually happening, he decided he was going to cook me breakfast in bed, which is so sweet. He hasn't done wow. that in a long time. So he's going to never done that for me. Oh, no, <laughs> he will now. Yeah, <laughs> you better. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> Ramping the romance back up. Yeah. So he cooks me breakfast in bed and um, comes in and he's playing. He has this very obscure song playing on the uh, his phone. I don't know, like, I I don't know what it is, but it, it wasn't a song I recognize. And I'm like, basically Rain Man. And I know every song. So this was just like where to the song was adding to the thing of like, this could be a dream. Cause I don't, I've never heard yeah, is this, this like our song that like, yeah, like stream. Is this just like the soundtrack to this terrible dream that's about to <laughs> unfold? Like my murder or Colin's murder or something bad. Colin walks in and he has this, the tray in one hand and he's doing these very weird body movements where if you guys, you know, Colin, that is very Colin, just like very freaky he's smooth with his body. He's usually very smooth, but this time it was like, he was conjuring. <laughs> <laughs> moving his body really fucking weird and Something. i i lay i wake up but i don't know that i'm awake and for a good 15 to 20 seconds i think colin is my paralysis night demon what are they called wow. what are they? the i know what you're talking about the guy usually it's like the guy with the hat yeah the that like stands man. in the corner yeah, Benadryl, sleep paralysis man. demon yeah. i think colin is my sleep paralysis demon and I can't speak and I'm just seeing him move his body like really fucking weird to this really song. And I'm like, stop at your silence. <laughs> What's going to happen? What the fuck is about to happen? And then he that gets closer awesome. and closer. And I finally like come out of this paralysis. And I'm like, what is happening? And he's like, are you okay? <laughs> like I was surprising with breakfast in bed. I was like, I thought you were a Babadook. <laughs> what did he make for breakfast? Oh, it was um the omelet. Did you guys watch the bear? Yeah. Yes. So the we had been talking about that omelet that Sydney makes for Car- Carmen. No, Carm- Carmi's pregnant sister. Season? Yeah. Oh, we stopped the yeah, second we stopped season. Second season. Oh, we so you gotta watch the second season. So, so good. Boring. We got to like the Christmas flashback episode. <gasps> that's like the best episode. People are saying that's really good. We wanted okay. to skip. We should it, get though. back in. We'll yeah, get back. We should. If I mean, anything, watch that show. episode. It's a phenomenal show. But anyways, very long one. That was my my ratty thing was sleeping in, and then and. <laughs> I was. This was at like one o'clock, and then Colin appearing as a Baba Duke to me, trying to do something Just nice. I'm glad you didn't take out your women weapons and like <laughs> Mace's mace his ass. Him. Yeah, 
<laughs> grab my bat, baseball bat that's under the bed. Do you sleep with one under the bed? Oh yeah, girl, I got weapons on weapons in my bedside that. table. She yeah, I I came home. I was on a I had a trip this weekend that she came back a day early for, and I came back into the bedroom and we were going to sleep when I got back, and I put my hand under my pillow and there was Mace. Yeah, right under because they don't expect it to be under the. They pillow. never expect it to be they under the pillow. Expect it to be under the bed. They or expect it to be under the bed. the bed. I made the mistake of putting it under the bed when we were in Big Bear. Big Bear. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. And I then you, somebody you came in and, and they took it. Strategic oh. with where the weapons are. One time. Yeah, yeah you do. You gotta be. <laughs> Abby, what did you do this weekend that was particularly ratty? I went on a little rat girl walk. Oh, I hell had, yeah. Like, yeah, I did a little vibe slut hike with the girls, gays, and they. Cute. Yeah, it was so fun. Like, so many nice, cute people came out and, like, like so many different, like, walks of life. Like, there was, like, an occupational therapist, and I was like, wow, you're doing the Lord's work. And then there was, like, someone who works in something with liver i don't know <laughs> and i was also like wow you're doing the lord's work and i was like well I'm, I'm just talking about sex on the internet you guys are like saving lives like to you i think everyone is doing the lord's work yeah <laughs> <laughs> just being alive is doing the lord's it's work hard it is hard i'm impressed if you're alive and that's you're fair, just actually. going through that's, that's like, more than fair yeah i just got dropped off at the by an Uber and I was like I got out and I said good luck out there <laughs> and then shut the door and I was like damn we might be moving to a world like moving into a world where it's like good luck out there yeah. means good luck hopefully you survive yeah. like yeah. that would have in the like Maybe a the few odd. years ago would have been like that was awkward as yeah. shit and now it's like genuinely yeah. you know what I need <laughs> it I need that there. luck Thank you. may the Thank odds you. be forever in your favor <laughs> like we don't know what's going on day to day do you do anything rat guy Jesse I did start, I don't know if this is ratty, but I'm excited we'll about it. We'll judge it. I'm excited about it. Okay, tell me if it's you. ratty or not. Tell me if it's ratty or not. I started uh, a boxing class. Ooh. Started a boxing class. Rumble. Rumble. Started Rumble. Um, and I had done a boxing class probably a year and a half ago, and I loved it. But I did it with a mutual friend of ours, Nick Bennett. Uh, okay. And he, after, I did it for a month. I got in, for me, good shape. And then Nick started just really making fun of me for how I looked when I was boxing. And Why? I mean, the, the, like while you're physically boxing, or while I was physically boxing, okay, not like, like while I was doing the boxing. Me. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean, like I get it. Cause I just kind of look like I'm flailing around. So I didn't do it for a while. And then I found rumble and rumble is actually lights like, are off. Lights are off. Lights are off. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, so there are no like, judgment. There, it's actually a bigger class, but nobody can see you. Yeah. So I feel Love great. That. I feel great. Today was Muhammad Ali day. Whoa. Yeah. What did that mean? Uh, they're, they're doing like different. I don't know. We did the Ali shuffle, which he like moved his feet or something. Great. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm so bad in the boxing classes. I don't care that no one can see me. It's still so embarrassing. Oh, Same. I see, I, it's so nice that when the, cause they give you like the freestyle rounds and it's so nice when you can just go after it. You know what wow. I mean? What, who are you picturing? You're punching. What are you <laughs> fighting? It's dependent on the day. Okay. It's dependent on the day. Who was today? Today was actually nobody, to be honest. Today was, a, I was a little bit stressed because there was a little bit more traffic on the way in because of the fire with so the, you were fighting oh, LA right. with traffic. the I-10. Yeah. I was fighting LA traffic. Yeah. <laughs> so. Public transportation. <laughs> Why don't we have it? We love that Jesse wasn't bullied out of stopping boxing. Yeah. Instead oh. found a gym that conformed to just, his needs. Yes. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment zone. No judgment zones are so I was nice. bullied mercilessly. <laughs> you are. You are. Mercilessly by Nicholas Bennett. Um, but he didn't win. He didn't win. Not this not time. Not in the long Nick. run. And when he's not winning those... in life. Wow. Oh, oh shit. Really deep with it. <laughs> Slander puss over Slander. here. Slander. Well, as soon as he sees your pecs, 
right? And sees what that boxing know, is so, doing for the so, body. He's such a handsome man. You love he, him. You I love do. him and you love handsome Tom man. Sandoval. Okay, let's get into it. Oh, Defend shit. your man. Here's what I think about Tom Sandoval. He Wait, made, say it into the microphone. He made a mistake. We all know Tom Sandoval made a mistake. Actually, I want to take a step back. I'd like to say that I like the Toms. I like Tom Sandoval and I like Tom Schwartz. Okay. Expand on that. I very much appreciate because in my humble opinion, Tom Schwartz was in a relationship that seemed to be not a great one. His fault. He's a battered wife. His fault, <laughs> his fault and her fault. But I loved that Tom Sandoval stood up for Schwartz the entire time. So that's why I like the Toms. You like I, men protecting men. <laughs> but I think it's okay to protect your friend if he's being downtrodden by who he's with, which I believe that Schwartz was at certain points in their relationship. But don't you think it was like mutually toxic? Their relationship yeah. with his relationship with Katie? Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. And so I don't think it's good if Tom Sandoval is just like, oh, Katie, you suck and Schwartz, you're perfect. But I don't think that's what he was doing. And then people said to Schwartz when he wasn't treating Katie well, you can't treat Katie that way. I still think Tom Sandoval is a worm with a mustache. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I do want to say, I think that before bef- before I get canceled by everyone, <laughs> I think that Sandoval seemingly was a very good dude and stood up for his friends pretty aggressively throughout the majority of the first seven seasons, eight seasons, whatever it was. And then he really started to take a downside on nine and 10. Now that's not to say he was perfect. There were other, sh- there's other shit he did to Ariana, which was not great. And also he's obviously a narcissist, but that's also kind of interesting. Cause it feels like he's maybe trying to, I mean, everyone on reality TV, yeah. exactly. part. not yeah. everyone, but yeah. a lot of people. That's what makes it good. Reality TV. I want the worst people on my TV because that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> also, I never feel guilty for watching it because Meryl Streep, and Jennifer Lawrence, arguably two of the best actors ever. Oh yeah, watch this stuff. Where yeah. Like they watch Meryl reality Street, TV. Yeah, gets her like characteristics for her character. It's, She's anth- you're, it's anthropology. Housewives. You're, you're yeah. studying. It is the best human. Like, like yeah. that tenth season of Vanderpump is so fucking interesting to watch. Like especially when Ariana and Tom have that conversation. Holy shit! Yeah, it's crazy. I agree. You are not friends with Raquel or whatever yeah. she said. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, like. I mean, it was crazy that he tried to turn it on her in yeah, that conversation, though. That human that nature. Was, that, yes. Studying yeah. that. That's how a narcissist works. That's how a narcissist works. Yeah. They try to then turn it back. But we were watching the show. We yeah, were watching Southern, Southern Charm. Charm. And <laughs> one of the girls is like, one of the girls is in like a relationship that's about Ashley is in a, she's in a bad relationship with the dude who's manipulative. And he ends up off camera throwing like food at her or something. Ew. And then the peep, the, the, Everybody else on at the reunion was like, didn't he throw food at you? And she literally was like, yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't throw it at me. And I was being a brat. It was my fault. Oh, that's so It was yeah. really sad. sad to watch. It was well, really sad That's how I kind of feel about um, Schwartz. Like, I really don't know all this backstory, but all I know is that he did throw a drink at a woman. And yeah. that makes me fucking violently angry. Yeah. That's upsetting. Yeah. Because upsetting. no matter what's going on, like, yeah. you don't you don't do that. No. Yeah. There's no need to get violence or anything. Any, yeah. any form of aggression. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially exactly. towards a woman where you can like intimidate intimidate yeah. her with your body. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. That's exactly what I mean. I intimidate everybody with my body. <laughs> well, it's uh, that rumble boxing. This is basically I am shaking in my boots over here. Yeah. <laughs> 
those pectorals. I was trying. That's all I've said today. I don't know any other body parts. Those Abs, triceps. Triceps, triceps, <laughs> biceps. Yeah. <laughs> lateral dorsum. Yeah, the calves. Yeah. The, don't talk. No. He's very self-conscious about I his calves. I hate my calves. Oh, we they're all have big. something. They're too big. Oh, they're too big? They're, Gracie, it's is it Is it like a cankle situation? I don't like that word. Oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't have cankles, but like, is it like, is it like American Girl doll legs? Uh, oh, where they're all they're one just kind of all one size. Yeah, kind of is. Sort of. Okay. Sort of. Look, I'll all t- bodies are beautiful. I want to tell you two things. I've never actually told you this. There Whoa. were the reason I have this issue is to it threefold. First, <laughs> when I was a senior in high school, I was at a friend's house at an overnight, and I was wearing basketball shorts and then black. Sh- black socks yeah um and he was like dude your legs are disgusting and i was like okay thanks dude and i like never forgot that never and then when i was a sophomore in college we were at a party and i was wearing shorts and some girl came up to me and said towns you have cankles Whoa. I'm so sorry. I used a to, very triggering haven't word. Been a, wow. Haven't been able to forget them. And then <laughs> it keeps going. And then number three, may, this is like a this is a symptom of one and two. Whenever I'm wearing shorts, I literally see everybody looking at my legs. They're definitely not. And also, yes. Jesse used to be so afraid to wear shorts that when he would go on runs in college, <laughs> he, I guess he hadn't heard of joggers yet or sweatpants. <laughs> he would go on runs in jeans, jeans and no shirt, baby. Who do you think runs in jeans? People thieving, like stealing. <laughs> so people would be. Very confused That's and very concerned. <laughs> Sociopaths, psychopaths, <laughs> and thieves, <Jesse>. and Jesse. <laughs> and Jesse's out there running in his jeans. I mean, that had to chafe. Yeah, uh, it crazy. chafed. It chafed. Your range a of motion. Bit. Yeah, it chafed a little bit. I mean, we were doing like six mile runs. Weren't you a pro? Like, I was going to ask, weren't you a, like a runner, not I did, a like I did, a cross yeah, country? I did, I did the longest actual event I did was eight hundred. I just did the eight hundred. Okay, so not cross jeans. country. No, I did that. But you I, had to train so forced, much longer. I was forced and... to do that in uh, the, the gym shorts. Tidy whities, Even as an athlete, shorts. you were athlete's a strong word. <laughs> athlete's a strong word. <laughs> as a participant in track and field, <laughs> <laughs> that that is the best way to put it. No, I'm not being shady. You, I'm sure you. I feel like you're athletic. No. You look athletic. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But I'm not. We were just talking about the fact that I was doing like jump ropes or something when I was home for the holidays. And my dad was like watching me through the windows. And then I like, which is weird. And then I walked inside and he was like, Jesse, you're just so athletic. And I was like, there's no shot. There's no That's such a nice around. thing to hear from a it, father. It was it nice here. Very nice. But he's used to seeing Jesse like as an acapella kid. So anything is oh my more God. athletic than that. <laughs> I not we insult, we need to get into that. Yeah, yeah how dare you? Yeah, not how to dare you? I mean, <laughs> years of your life. There's a lot of stamina and endurance That's and true. a lot of point dynamics hands that yeah. you need to have. There's a lot of jazz hands. There's a lot of a lot of snapping. A lot of snapping. A lot of very snapping. strong hands strong. and fingers. There's the uh, there's the emotional there's the emotional leg pulse. That we do a lot. Oh, yeah. A lot of chasseing as well, right? Yes, so much chasseing. Yeah. yeah, so like so your adductors much. are pretty tight. Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Bro. I don't. You should teach an acapella workout class. Move <laughs> over, boxing. Well, I was telling I was telling Abby this over the weekend. I There was one time when I was in show choir in high school, and for our training, we would like run up and down the neighborhoods while singing the songs out loud because we had to be dancing while singing them. I love that. Like building breath work. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was pretty cool. Someone drives by, fucking nerds. (laughs) 
<laughs> like this is my life and the bad thing was like that was before like you kind of did all the acapella stuff all the show choir stuff before pitch perfect so you didn't yeah. even get to like we we literally we literally live ended, in that spotlight we, we ended <laughs> gentleman's rule which was the one that i toured with we ended that like a year before pitch perfect yeah, came out so it wasn't even damn yeah. you didn't get to, to reap on, any of those repercussions they or asked the... us to be on the sing-off we said <gasps> no because the contracts were absurd but they asked us what hardships we'd faced because they were looking for drama obviously mm-hmm. and uh we and couldn't you're like think i of used anything. to run in jeans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my calves, I have cankles. My calves. <laughs> <laughs> damn i should have said that i should have said that <laughs> We, so nobody could come up with anything and then one of this I hate laughing at this but one of the guys said my parents got divorced <laughs> <laughs> question mark all of our parents got divorced yeah you and literally everyone yeah, else honey not special my parents are together but I just wanted to feel included <laughs> so yeah. so you guys you had a pretty good childhood on, on the whole it was a the acapella kids it was a that I, I hate to admit this but that was not my childhood. That was my active adulthood. Oh, that's right. That's right. I ended up touring as an acapella musician. <laughs> it's so lame because like people always ask me like what I did before I got here. And I'm always like, oh, I was a touring musician. I got to tour around the world. And they're like, that's awesome. Like, what do you play? But and I'm like, music. LOL. Yeah. My mouth. <laughs> what do you mean? What do I play? It goes from being something awesome to being the lamest shit in the world. We started in college and then continued to tour after for about five years. So I did that for about nine to 10 years. That's amazing. For the, the fact that I was with 10 of my best friends and we were literally just on a bus touring around the world getting and paid to fuck around. getting paid to drink absurd amounts of alcohol and sing in cool places. It was fun. That's fucking amazing. That yeah. sounds like my skeleton career, just minus getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just traveling around with my friends sledding and getting drunk. <laughs> Which makes it sledding Training for the Olympics. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love how casually you, Doc, and Colin all talk about the fact that, like, because whenever anybody else hears that you guys are Olympians, you guys are like, whoa. Because we're not. Uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. You this are Olympians. This haunts me daily. <laughs> do you know how hard it is? And I know you mean no shit. Like, you're being so sweet right now, and, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you finish. But when people are like, you're an Olympian, and the, the fucking knife where it's like, not quite. I didn't quite. Like, I'm just short of an Olympian. You know how many but, men say they're DJs because they press play on a playlist? <laughs> you know? That is very true. Take very it. True. And women. Oh, and man. women. But I'm we're here. doing the- <laughs> I'm, It's You should not have had a man as your first guest. <laughs> Already, we have provided a platform for the Tom Apologists. Yeah, wow. And what else? Where else is this going to go? Yeah. Jesse's We're about to hear his thoughts on monogamy, so... <laughs> or not monogamy, what is it? It is monogamy. What's our main cheese of the week? Uh, cereal monogamy. Cereal monogamy. Cereal yeah. and monogamy. And monogamy. <laughs> Eating those Cheerios. Eating those and Cheerios and... Being in a relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've always kind of wondered this, um, because I know that... I always thought about it with Doc, where he went from something... Because he, I met him in an acting class. Right. But I always thought it was so interesting because he went from something that was so incredibly structured. Yeah. Like, mm. you like literally like seconds determine how good you are to this ethereal fucking amorphous blob of a quote unquote career. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the stepping stones I felt like are, or I feel like are probably so evident for athletes and Olympians. Whereas 
with acting, it's like any number of fucking things could happen and you don't know if you're building or not. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Did he ever talk about that? Or like, it's the same with you and Colin. Yeah, we talk about it a lot. It's it's something that I've, I can't speak for them, but I know they share in a lot of the same sentiment, but I have very much struggled with, struggler or struggled? <laughs> oh my God, Jesus Christ. I have very much struggled with a lack of um, structure, yeah. which... It's funny because when I was in the sport, I was very like I worked super hard and I was very like I had my schedule and everything. But I feel like I almost always like kind of rebelled against that schedule. Like I would start my workout a little bit later in the day. Like it was like my own little way of rebelling Mm. in the like being a machine kind of. And now I I miss so much having like that structure because it is just like, what the fuck? I, f- I have felt so lost for so long. Yeah, like what direction yourself. do I go in? Yeah. And um, I, I guess I am more of a structured person more than I ever realized when I was still there. So yeah, it's learning as I go. Yeah. It's nice that freedom, but it's like too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the uncertainty of like just not knowing when your next paycheck is coming in oh, or yeah. like what next anything is coming in. Like they totally. always talk about I know you can obviously very much relate to this. Like, is this the last time I'll ever get to work? Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, and you're thinking like, it's been six months since I've done this. It's been a year since I've done this. How how long can I still say I'm an actor or writer? Oh, yeah. I don't even describe my like, I I feel like I, I haven't done anything creative and so long but i think it was because i was kind of like sorting through some internal stuff so i think i needed that time to just really that i've never given myself to really like focus on me and uh, sorting through some internal things that can only help me in the long run like with whatever i'm trying to do but oh my god yeah i'm like i don't even know what to call my like what i'm doing because i feel like a fucking imposter of anything you know what though everything we're human beings we're not human doings grace exactly Exactly. We're rejecting. But I don't want to put any labels on myself. Yeah. Like, I'm not putting any labels on myself. I'm just like floating, you know? So, like, in acting, this is going to be the best transition you guys have ever heard. So, just get ready. Get it. it. In acting and writing, life is uncertain. But, which, what has always been certain. (laughs) Wow. This is good. Is that after Jesse ended a relationship, he'd find another. That is literally the transition. <laughs> so we're getting into the main cheese, the topic of the week, serial monogamy. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. It was, was awesome. I, no, as was... you guys were talking about deep things, I was formulating that the whole time. I'm glad it paid off. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, it was really good. Acting. It was really good. <laughs> Acting. Acting. Jesse, walk us through. Well, first, we should explain serial monogamy. Going from one relationship to the next. Yeah. Never really allowing time to find yourself in between. Yes. Yeah. I actually I actually think that is it's interesting because there's like two forms of serial monogamy, right? There's the people who get in a relationship and stay in those relationships and they're very long or the person who gets into a relationship quickly. It fizzles out quickly. Boom. They're back in another one real quick. But I do think that the similarity between the two is exactly that. There's not time to, there's not time between to like figure out, okay, what did I do wrong in that last relationship? Yeah. What didn't Who I like about I? that last relationship? Yeah. Can I be alone? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So, so what's that's kind your of the, relationship with Samir? Serial? Samir. Well, Samir. in relationship with Samir, he's a great dude. Monogamy <laughs> 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 relationships. What's your relationship with them? Why are you here? Why are you an expert? Um, I'm an expert simply because I've been a serial monogamist literally since I was like, I don't know, probably 16 years old. Wow. 
Yeah. Like literally, like legitimately, I think that from when I was 18 to when I was 31, I had a combined total of probably six months to a year of being single. So that's six months to a year of being single out of however many years that is, 18, 13 years, 14 years. And then I, in that time, had probably six long-term girlfriends. I'm the one with the ring, though. (laughs) I don't know if I should be bragging about that. That is true. I love that you can sit here and listen to this, and you guys are like, obviously, that's a rational thing. I would be like... Colin has never had a girlfriend before me and he never will again. (laughs) Fuck the girls he's even looked at. Fuck those other bitches. (laughs) No, but um, crazy. Yeah. 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 And I will say that I can guarantee you if anybody were to, if any of those girls were to ever hear this, they'd be like, goddamn girl, I'm sorry you're getting the ring. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say not that I'm the one that changed him, but (laughs) that toxic thought. What if I change him? Well, I got to know what, I mean, obviously you guys are meant to be, but what was it about each other that was like, this is the one? Because marriage is so fucking scary. I've been with Colin for going on nine years and I know he's my person, but I'm like, just marriage is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So what's a long time (laughs) for you guys? What was that like? Like that decision making process? You took time off finally after your girlfriend before me. Well, so the answer to that is a little bit is kind of twofold. I love saying things are twofold and threefold because it sounds so smart. Everything's complex. The answer to this (laughs) is twofold. I think first she's right. So I was in relationships up until I was about 32 ish 31 31 when you were 32 yeah. um after my last one i realized i had done exactly what we were talking about i hadn't literally taken any time since i was 18 to be to figure out one what i wanted in a relationship but two who i wanted to be like on my own and i think that's the biggest like factor of serial monogamy is it's just insecurity like i was so insecure to to figure out who I was without having somebody there. Wow. In my experience, the worst part about it is I would find people and latch onto them super dependently and not truly because it was like the right connection or anything like that. It was just like, I got an ego kick out of it. You know what I mean? You didn't even always like them. Uh, I mean, I always, I liked them. No, but I mean like you didn't always like, it was like you said, it wasn't your connection. It wasn't your exact person always. Like No, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't my exact person always by any means. And before we go any further, since you say I didn't like them, quote unquote. <laughs> That's I, what I tell myself. Didn't you not like any of them? I did. I did like them. And they were all very wonderful people. And I legitimately mean that there was not a the there was one in there <laughs> uh, who was not a great person. Yeah. But for all the rest of them, I was not a great person. Um, and that was because I I just couldn't stay single because I was so afraid of of knowing me, if that makes sense. And so I treated them poorly. It's really messed up because like I would kind of use the relationship as an ego boost, as a mirror back to myself to look good for myself, like that sort of a thing. And I was in such, I was in this, I was in such a need of having validation and confirmation that I was whatever wanted. And so you end up legitimately just using a relationship for your own selfish needs. And in so doing, you actually become invalidated because now I remember specifically, I like after one of my girlfriends in college, I had to, I was like, holy shit, I don't like the person that I am. Like, I don't like the person that I am with these people. And it took a really long time for me to realize that it was me and I needed to take responsibility for the fact that that was me and figure out why. So finally, before I met her, 
I had a friend tell me basically all that. And I decided to take a year off from anything. Uh, I ended up making it about nine months. Um, had to get that dick wet. Um, oh, no. <laughs> um, everyone's going to hate me. <laughs> we were all like, yes, yeah, self-aware king. Yeah, and like, like, I just want to fuck. But I did. I did. I took, I took nine months off from anything. Um, I didn't even like talk to girls. I, I, I did nothing. In that time, I started to like just – I don't know, take time for myself, I guess. I don't know, which sounds again, selfish, but like I did, I started to take time for myself. And then when I met her, there were some, Me? there were some <laughs> bumpy moments that were, cause I would say I have inherently, I have an anxious attachment style, like anxious, anxious relationship attachment style. And she's, or sorry, avoidant. And she's anxious. Classic. Um, Classic. We love to fire each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, and so I started, there were some things early on that was like, kind of like old Jesse, kind of a dick bag and doing the thing that we then looked on in that book. And it was attachment. like, yeah, we looked in the book attachment and it was like, I read the, a blurb on it and it was like, oh, I just did this. I just did this. I just wow. did this. I don't know. Like there was a moment, there was a, there was a time when something bad happened and the next morning we were sitting there and she was telling me about that. The and book's called Attached. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to read it. I have it. I, I <laughs> got to borrow it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's good we were talking about the thing I had done and then I just started breaking down crying because I was like, I again, because like so proud of the work I'd done over the nine months and trying to become better and trying to become better. Um, and then I just went back and did the same shit. And I think part of the reason that we were able to stick together and know that we're for each other is because in that conversation, I literally just said to her, like, I've always had this thing where I idolize being independent, even when I'm in relationships and all this stuff. And, basically basically this bad shit happened and she was able to work with me on trying to figure it out and wow. um i would say in the past three years i've definitely i, I like to think i'm a different person yeah. now um and i think that is largely because of you um that's so sweet i mean but it is yeah. and i that's also the goal. you make each other better yeah. yeah i was i was i wrote something a little bit ago and i had sent it to my buddy and he uh, it's all about shame. And he asked me, he was like, what are you like? Have you ever felt this level of shame before? And I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, I have thinking back to some of that stuff that I wasn't proud of myself for doing back in the day. Um, and he was like, when did that go away? When did that shame go away? My shame went away when I started treating people well again, when I started treating people well again. And I think a large part of that is because she helped me start treating people well again. I said it was twofold. That was a really long first fold. <laughs> no, um, it was so well, like, yeah, but, clearly, really thought this Oh, I through. think about, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, well, first, I'm just really smart. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But then second, second is, and I hate sounding like this. Uh, Nick or somebody asked me recently, you know, the question of like, it wasn't Nick, it was somebody else, but they said like, how, how did you know? How did you, maybe it was Graham or something like that. Yeah. Um, and he was like, how did you know? And it's such a cliche answer, but I would say from pretty much the moment we met, I think both of us knew because I wasn't looking for a serious relationship at all. I was literally dating around and looking to date around. Apparently I said on the fuck, first date, I was looking for a fuck buddy. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> she did drunk. say that. Um, <laughs> and I was like, uh, yes, please. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, like, it was even through all of the stuff where like we were fighting early on about all this stuff that was pretty heavy stuff. It still just felt like, like it was right. Like it felt like there was nothing else. I'd felt like that yeah. before. Well, in the attached book says like, 
basically, you know, not the best worded way. I'm very much summarizing, but avoid an attachment, put up walls because they don't want to, they're so insecure that they don't exactly. want to be hurt and they don't yeah. want to be seen for who they are. And yeah. so if they end the relationship first in some way by putting up walls or doing something to, you know, cause the relationship to end, then they don't have to deal with the repercussions of someone breaking up for them for really seeing them. For really seeing them. Yeah. yeah. Which is really wild because then you think about like, I think about my past relationships and that was it. Like I just put up certain walls because I was so afraid of like, because I, again, I didn't like that person that I was, but I also couldn't admit that to, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, so yeah, you, you do put up walls. And then with you, because we had felt that this was it. Yeah. Um, and also because of the work that I'd done and, and all that stuff, those walls were able to start coming down, which I was Miley Cyrus on the wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Push and throw. Yep. You're going to um, be with me. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. And I and I do I do very much want to not discredit how poorly I treated people in the past because I did treat people very poorly in the past. And I, I am highly regretful of that. Wow. That's good to admit. You've really done a lot of work, clearly. I don't want to, I don't want the end of this to be he's done a lot of work. I want the end of this to be he knows he's an asshole from his past. That's all. But but that's the first step in like know, but going like, deeper. I don't want to be like apologetic for my past actions when it's no. like, you know what I mean? Like no, I don't want to try to justify I think my that's, past actions. I think yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that's awesome. I wish more men would do that. Yeah. <laughs> wish a lot, a lot of men owe me fucking apologies <laughs> yeah. and I'll be waiting <laughs> on my deathbed. Yeah, actually, Where I won't, I won't hold my breath cause they're not self-working. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, that is like, I mean, so much to unpack there. Oh, yeah. It's, But then, sorry, I don't mean to cut you no, off. No, go, go for but it. And the other thing I'll say that I think is, I, I, he I remember I heard this from the Australian crew um, early on in our relationship was they were like, we'd probably been dating for six months and we were at a party and they said, dude, you seem like you're like, just like more talkative and more open. And, and it's because I started liking who I was again. You yeah, know what I mean? And like, the walls. and yeah, the, the walls didn't just break down for you and me. The walls ended up breaking down in my life. You know what I mean? Basically, if any men need to be changed, I'm taking customers. <laughs> I'll break your man down. Awesome, awesome. Break them down. Break those walls down. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing all that, Jesse. I know that Abby's obviously aware of all this and has heard this. Maybe there's some stuff in there you haven't heard, but I really appreciate that. That's a lot. Like that is super vulnerable. Everything you just shared. So definitely, thank you. Yeah, and he is like a. I mean, you were when you're saying you did bad things in the past. To be clear, they weren't like no, they no, weren't but like, they weren't like yeah, not like bad, aggressive, bad. horrible yeah, things. Yeah, but no, they we were get what you like mean. An asshole. Yes, yeah, an, an asshole. Maybe and, careless. Uh, yeah. Definitely careless. Um, that was why I did bad things. But again, not apologetic for that. Not I am apologetic. Yeah, 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 for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I don't you know what? I don't regret it. No, I am very apologetic for it. Not trying to apologize for those actions just yeah, because you're not trying to justify that I'm not trying to justify yeah. the actions. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. I should have been able to realize that, yes, you're insecure, but figure that out and don't hurt people in the process. Yeah. And it's all yeah. hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. You're so well spoken yeah. and like you've clearly thought about this a lot. You've done the work, baby. And I'm trying to do the work. You're, I mean, we're all a work in process. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I, you, you have... You're like the best partner in the world now. You know, you, you Which have. Which I was not yeah. before. Yeah. I was very you're much not. The... Yeah. I, I will say she calls me, the thing she calls me is her sweet boy. And that, like, every time she says it means the fucking world to me because I was never that guy before. I was Aww. never, I was never the, the sweet guy. 
And now you're not making me breakfast in the morning and doing the Babadook dance, but you are <laughs> sometimes surprising me with donuts, which I do surprise I like. you with donuts. Look, sometimes. the yeah. way you can show love is is there's a million there's different so many ways. Different ways. There's different love stuff. What is it called? Love, love, languages, love languages and the yeah. way you give and receive. Yeah. yeah, and also it's like it's it's different. Like you guys are. It, it's so funny because you guys are engaged on track to be married and you still you have been together for a really good amount of time colin and i have been together for a really long period of time we're not like we that is our ultimate goal but like we're not in a rush to it but as you know in the time you've been together like everything ebbs and flows so it's like there's been times in our relationship where i and and especially for the length of time we've been together like we've we've thank god continued to grow together but of course there's times where it's like you know, maybe we're growing at different rates or it's mm-hmm. like we hit like a standstill or like a standoff where it's like, you know, bumping heads and then you kind of have to brainstorm what's totally. what what can we do here? And so yeah. we recently did a um like we wrote a list for each other, okay. which we really didn't I haven't done this before. But yeah. we, we wrote a list of like ways that would things that the other person could do that would make us feel loved. That's so and cool. so awesome. I think we have been trying to be really intentional about like picking things off that list and doing it for each other yeah. because we also would fall into this pattern sometimes where he would be doing things for me that were for him what he wanted and they were super nice but for me I was like that's not like necessarily what I want for like romance or totally. this and he but but then he would feel like I wasn't taking him for gr- uh I was taking him for granted or I wasn't being grateful for those things or seeing what he was doing and then vice versa. I would yeah. do things that I was like, I'd love it if he did this for me, but that wasn't how he necessarily received love. Totally. So we were kind of a little bit Speaking like literally missing languages. it. Yeah. yeah. I also think the other side of that too is being able to realize the intention of what they were doing with those things yeah. that don't necessarily Definitely. translate in terms of like, Oh, this is something I'd want, but like the intention was still there. And then that hurts whoever the other person is because it's like, for them, the intention was so genuine. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I did not. my sexy dance. Yeah. And yeah. You didn't view yeah. that as the most romantic gesture yeah. in yeah. the world. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't, my love language isn't sexy dancing. <laughs> Her love language is absolutely sexy dancing. Or Baba Duke dancing. <laughs> Baba Duke dancing. <laughs> okay. I have a um, very important question to ask you guys. Yeah. Background on this is that one of my all time favorite things to do is to ask people if they were an animal, what animal they'd be <gasps> and why. Love. And I thought this was an especially important for this episode with you two because I asked Jesse this question once when we were both very drunk at a party and it was the most magically unhinged answer I've ever gotten and it was so funny but and the funny thing about it is I don't even actually remember what the animal was I don't know if it was a hippo I mean not a hippo a um like a seal octopus. or a I remember someone was an octopus somebody was an octopus yeah. but Jesse told this really long beautiful poetic but also kind of unhinged story about him on a on a kayak oh. or a canoe and then everyone's following along, wondering like where this is gonna go. Maybe we <laughs> no, it's the beluga, the belugas. And you were like, and then at the end, oh, you yeah. finally said what the animal was, and everyone like just died laughing because you you went on this whole, you took us on this whole story of you on a boat or a kayak it to was tell like us one your animal was a beluga. Stories to get you to sleep. It was just no, we were the, all in it. <laughs> it was a landscape. journey. He's a storyteller, guys. <laughs> But that, that was that's awesome. such a funny memory I have with you. So I was like, okay, 
because I love asking this question. Yeah. People find it so annoying, but it's no. just, it tickles me. So I wanted to ask you what animal you would pick for each other oh. and why. Okay. What animal would you, I want you to pick me first. You I want think, me to pick you first? Yeah, because I think you know this better than I do. And so I'm going to see if anything sparks while you're talking. Um, <laughs> Buying time. This is a, this is a in the relationship answer. This is definitely an in the relationship In the answer. universe? No, no, no. Like in, because I'm in a relationship with you, this is my answer. Oh. I think if I wasn't in a relationship with you, you're... Who am I a mother to? You're... What? Who am I a mother Oh, to? you're not a whale. <laughs> you're not <on>. a whale. <laughs> I um, want to be a whale. I, I know. I want to be a killer whale although, so bad. Oh, although, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. The orcas, the, what they're doing right now is incredible. It's so good. <laughs> um, they're rising. White Gladys, rise I really, up. I hope rise they keep up, going. Orcas. I really hope they keep going. Sink those um, yachts. I don't know. Let me think on out of the relationship. But okay. in the relationship, the first thing I think of is an otter. Um, because we, she just like, she likes to hold hands. I think you actually are a little kitty cat. Boring. I That's do. Cute. One Boring. loves kitty cats. We can't get one because I'm allergic. So yep. I'm ruining his life in that way. But I think when you're loving, you're like so loving. You're the most like beautiful, cuddly human in the world. But then you're also yeah, right. And I drink beer, dude. Yeah, and I, 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 I eat pizza and drink like I, I like football. football. <laughs> um, but but then I also think you're good at like being independent and like taking time to yourself yeah. and getting your little things done using your little whiskers and uh, paws, yeah. whatever they have, to write stories. <laughs> I don't know. They're definitely not the using their whiskers got to write stories. But, um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I think you're a little kitty cat. I think I'm like a capybara these days. And it's not only because that's my favorite animal, but it's also because I can be friends with anything. Love it. Known for, we don't really know their personalities. <laughs> capybara, everybody loves, every animal loves a capybara. They're really don't, trending. Capybara. Don't they get eaten by... Oh, I'm sure something eats them. Big but something cats? eats everything. <laughs> well, <laughs> insightful. <laughs> what animal are you, Gracie? Oh, no. I shouldn't ask this knowing that it was going to be turned on me. It's a highly debated topic within my life. I've been able to help guide all my friends and family to a very accurate animal. But I, I can never find mine. It used to be oh. a squirrel. And then I felt like, but a flying squirrel. And then it kind I of... I actually like that. That actually fits. It really does. Flying squirrel's really nice for What you. about yeah, a rat? I like that. <laughs> well, I what am just rat? naturally a rat <laughs> in my everyday life. Flying squirrel always was just like, was the first thing that would always show up for me. So a fucking awesome answer. Flying squirrel. Flying squirrel's yeah, so sick. They're not thought about often. You give me kitten and she comes with. No, but that's sweet. I mean, mine for Colin is it's it's so it, it may sound basic, but like if there's anyone who's a golden retriever, it's he's Colin. A, I was just yeah. gonna say, yeah, he is the yeah. ultimate golden retriever. Yeah, he is. He is. Catch him. He's one hundred percent a golden retriever. <laughs> But I also really fucking love orcas, and I yeah, feel like they're, they're the deeply animal. misunderstood. Same, like why call them killers? Why give them that label? But they're also, they're, they're just eaten. <laughs> people are like they're evil and they play with their food. Okay, maybe, but they're also monogamous and yeah. and like fiercely loyal to their they have an extra their pod. Part in their brain for emotion. They're more emotional than we yes, are. Yes, they mourn their says, children. if they die, a, their family. Anybody who says an animal is evil is an absolute maniac. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because, like, the fact that, like, because there are monkeys who will cannibalize the monkey tribes that they, like, destroy or whatever. That's yeah. literally just 
the, the animal kingdom. The animal kingdom. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's like, why evil. are we demonizing yeah. the whale? Why do you think they're fucking attacking rich people on yachts? Oh, maybe because they've been demonized their whole life. They and know they're... something we don't. <laughs> Either you no, no, live no, long don't. enough to become... <laughs> be a hero or you live long, long enough, enough to, to see yourself, yourself become, become the villain. villain. That is the Orca's mission statement currently. <laughs> I think they're heroes. I think they're stopping global warming. They're like, stop it with these, you know, gas into the ocean. No, what they're, they're doing, activists. What they're yeah. doing is they're, is they're, they're being activists for themselves because they're like, goddamn motherfuckers, you guys have been killing us long enough yeah. Yeah. that we're done with this shit. And they know. They, they know. know. They're highly intelligent. Than it's the same thing as dolphins. They, each they know pod what's happening. Has their own language. I know. So that's why in SeaWorld, when they took all these killer whales from different pods, they mm-hmm. couldn't communicate with each other because they speak different languages. So then they would like fight each other, and they're so sad. No, I know. <sighs> oh, that blackfish, blackfish ended me. Yeah. And I used to go around telling people I, I was going to be a killer it. whale trainer at SeaWorld. That was my goal in life. And then I watched you, Blackfish. And I you like, look like a little Barbie killer whale trainer, <laughs> to be honest. Thank you. you should go as one for Halloween, and wow. Jesse can be the killer whale. Wow. I will do that. But I will, we I, also I'm tell so people mad. we're not endorsing it. So, no, yeah. no, yeah. yeah, no. This yeah. is like in protest yeah. of. Maybe you could go as the killer whale, and I can go as the ship sinking. Whoa. Oh, yeah. White Gladys. Change the narrative. Yeah, change the narrative yeah. entirely. I I love animals. I will fucking I will go to war for animals. Me too. I will go to war with the orcas. Yeah. I go to war with the orcas yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean they're like give me a little saddle. <laughs> Get on their back. <laughs> <laughs> Going jumping up and down in the water. <laughs> a little saddle. That'd be awesome. That would be so fun. That'd be really fun. Okay, speaking of I have no transition here. Let's take it to <laughs> send it to the sewers. We are what are we sending to the sewers? This week's Into the Sewers is when we rant about something we are not on board with. Okay. Jesse, do you want to go first or you, do you want to go last? I'll go last. Okay. Abby, you want to go next I, or I, do you want to go last? I'll go first. I'm ready, guys, because I'm very Thank passionate God. about this. This week, I'm sending to the sewers toilet paper that's in offices, in Airbnbs, in hotels. I'm tired of this one-ply toilet paper. My fingers are going through it. It's touching my poopy butthole. <laughs> um, it's so itchy. It's giving me hemorrhoids. It's giving me fissures. I literally, fissures, at this not point... Fissures, Fissures are rough, man. Um, Her I, butthole has so many fissures. I've so yeah, I've seen so much. Um, <laughs> X-rated. X-rated podcast. I'm at the point where I am bringing with me Charmin to hotels to airbnbs i'm bringing it on the plane in a little baggie just I'm in here case for that. i have to poop at the airport like it is with me at all times i want a portable kind of sherman one inventing that and two i think we should not be like trying to cut costs on toilet paper no one's happy when their buttholes itchy <laughs> I know, but you know what? I hate to be devil's avocado, but on the other side of that, <laughs> I've never heard that. Is that do we have to cut down more trees? Like, what are the environmental oh. repercussions of better quality toilet wow. paper? What's more important, your butthole or the ecosystem of trees? No, but I get I it. You've experienced the pain I've experienced in my butthole. <laughs> you would understand. <laughs> Look, nobody wants anal fissures. It was I, I think I can speak for all of us. The whole waiting room was 40, 50-year-old men and me. Okay. <laughs> I've seen things you'll never know. Gracie, what are you sending to the sewer this week? Sending the sewer scam calls. Oh wow. <laughs> but I've been getting an obscene amount of scam calls and they're getting increasingly more personal. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. And they're preying on my fears now. Like, you know when you hear about old ladies that that 
you know, naturally they fall in love. They they fall into the scam, or yeah, yeah, they fall into the scam because they have somebody on the other line being like, "Grandma, I'm in jail, and I need you to Venmo me seven thousand dollars for me to get out." And the the grandma doesn't ask any questions. She's like, "I need to get my son, my grandson out." (laughs) Anyways, you know that is now me with these. I'm getting to that point because they almost got me the other day. It didn't normally. It comes up with scam likely. Interesting. On my phone, which is sick, because then I just ignore. But I still get so many. Um, but this time, it came up with a uh, number from Florida, and I used to live in Florida, oh. and so I'm. I don't know. I, like, why? The f- I don't know. I just think like worst case scenario. It's a family member calling that needs help, or so I answer, <laughs> and they knew my name. So immediately, fucking weird. And they're like, they start talking to me about like, we see here that you might have had um, some issues with some tax filings in the past. And we're from a tax forgiveness place. And we, you know, if you file with us, then if you made any mistakes, like we'll make sure that it's, you know, you don't have to pay it back. You're totally forgiven. Pretty quickly. I just, I didn't even say anything. I just hung up. But then for a little while after that, I was like, wait a minute did I file my taxes correctly? Like, because I am a fucking dumbass. Like, I don't know how to, I've never learned, nobody knows how to. I'm just buttons on TurboTax hoping things turn out. Exactly. Just winging it every single time. But I have always had this deep, irrational fear of the IRS. They will send you a letter. That is the, that's how you know. Right, okay, good to know. We're reinforcing that. (laughs) Because I seriously have, like, I've always had this fear that the IRS is just going to send me straight to jail immediately. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. so irrational. And I do pay my fucking taxes. Yeah. But I think like, oh, I make this one little mistake and, right. this, and I have low income. Meanwhile, billionaires are like writing off like their fucking an entire journeys. island. Yeah. But I think it would happen to me. Like this I would be the person. The on our yeah. Side. Yeah. <laughs> so these scam calls are really personally victimizing me as of late. Jesse, what are you sending to the sewers this week? Well, I, I got... feel like I'm not going to be able to use any of this footage because you're twirling around like You'll a little ballerina. <laughs> Jesse, uh, what are you sending to the sewers this week? I've got a few. When you get a pack of fruit snacks and they only have one of the best color. What's the best color? Depends on the fruit snacks. The one I'm thinking specifically, the Scooby snacks. I know we've all had the Scooby Doo yeah. snacks. The best color is the blue. blue. They only always have one. If you get two, you're in heaven. Well, That's how they keep you, you coming back. I yeah. hope you get famous enough one day that you can be like, just the blue Scooby snacks. And someone uh, will pick them I out. <laughs> and number two, another per- another perpetrator of this is the candy hearts. What's the best color candy heart? Gross. What's the best color? I don't fuck with those. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I totally did not yes and you there. I mean, it's pink. (laughs) It's definitely white. Okay, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Because they give they uh, bags. Like if take go to the store next Valentine's Day. Okay, look at the bags of Brock's sweethearts. Oh, they you're ha- right. White is not all- is the best. Now it's like unlocking a corn. They memory. have all pink. Everyone's favorite flavor is whites. I don't know what do whites call out like? big candy, Jesse. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm coming yeah. after him. I'm coming after him. Um, whites taste like kind of like Necco wafers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving along. When the toilet paper roll is turned the other way. Oh, so I hate that. yeah, not when it's out like this, it's in like this. Similar vibes. I don't like the I don't like the twisty hand turny thing to get out paper towels at the in the bathroom. Oh yeah. You know oh, those I mean? never work. They never work. Just They're like always out. Automate it. That's yeah. the one thing I'm okay taking our jobs. Yeah. I'm also okay with like maybe we lose. <laughs> uh, never mind. Okay. No, go there. Uh, we can I was gonna. Cut it out. I was gonna say maybe we lose the air ones too. Oh, they the air, air blowing. Ones are horrible. Yeah, they, I hate they the air ones. Bacteria. So yeah, but easily. then, but then all we have is 
paper. But you know if you shake your hands really hard for a few minutes after See, you wash like it, it's fine. This is what I'm saying. It's self-air. It's, yeah. it's nature's doing it. Yeah. Nature's air blower is wind. <laughs> I'm, sending, I'm sending to the sewer the fact that there hasn't been a reboot of King of Queens yet. No one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, you really thought these through. I am sending to the sewer bigotry. That's no. self-explanatory. Yeah. Hero. Why can't boys' socks Hero be as comfy might, as girls' socks? Is there really that big a difference? Oh, there's a difference. Well, I'm gonna try. There's a difference. I bought. I bought. I bought a pack of girls' socks because I wanted them to be no shows, um, and I bought a pack of girls' socks from Hanes. And my God, so comfy. So much more the comfy. Count. So much more comfy. So Interesting. It's up. Yep. The healthcare system in this country. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Get it out of here. Just topical it's yeah, enrollment no season i really hate the middle-aged man influencer that's happening right now but i also love it these are the guys who are like 45 to 50 years old just thinking they're daddies and they have 45 to 50 year old women who are thirsting after them but they're basically thirst trapping the entire time they're like women do you want a guy who picks you flowers every day oh, yeah yes yeah. i know what you're like talking about a country song is yeah. playing yeah they're it's a little cringe field. yeah <laughs> i need these guys to stop um or the fact join them. <laughs> the, I'll, I'll join them when I'm 45. The fact that coffee makes you poop because when am I supposed to shower? Gyms that don't have memberships. What? Does that exist? Yeah, like gyms that only sell classes. They don't oh. sell memberships where you get an unlimited amount. They sell like the, packages. They sell like, like you packages. You get 20 yeah, classes of whatever month. it Rumble. may be. Yeah. We don't need to say any bad names here because <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you, Rumble. Um, 9 11, send it to the sewers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay. We're that. <laughs> and quite literally, the last one right here, my calves. There Whoa. it is. Send it to the sewer. Full circle callback. Send back, it to baby. the sewer. Yep. You you did that full circle. No, I didn't do that full circle. That was literally written earlier today. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean you mean because we that was literally the, the first thing yeah. we talked about, not by Jesse's own will. Not, not yeah. Did you bring it up or who brought it up? I think I brought up his calves. Yeah, she definitely brought up his my most calves. insecure thing that we've now come <laughs> like, to know. And we're immediately like, Jesse, welcome me. to our podcast. Tell us about your calves. <laughs> come on our podcast. We'll insult you. <laughs> we'll Please tell us about the thing calves. you are most insecure about on your body. <laughs> to be fair, you guys let me get out the big wiener stuff at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, we did. And that's true, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So We're going so Okay, thank you guys, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Where this can they fun. find your work, Jesse? Uh, you can find me on Peacock. You can find me on INSP if you're like 100 years old and still have cable. What? Uh, and you know what? what you can find Instagram? me right on Instagram. Well, do you want to say your Instagram? Uh, Jesse's in Towns. J-E-S-S-E-S-I-N-T-O-W-N-E-S. Again, that's J-E-S-S-E-S-I-N-T-O-W-N-E-S. There's an at before that. He is an elephant. I was going to say elephant too. I think there's actually ones you're supposed to there say. Are. Yeah. There are. Yeah, there definitely are. But yeah, it's never that. the ones that you're supposed yeah. to say for some, me. Isn't it like the Bravo stuff? Isn't it like Echo, Bra- E as an Echo, B as in Bravo? It gets something to do like with the military. military. Yes, for sure. But I'm just thing. like, uh, Z as in zoo. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that works. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I wish I knew the standard because I'm a conformist. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Rebel. <laughs> Be a rat. Be orcas. Be a rat. Be be a rat riding an orca. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. And on that note, that's a good place to leave things. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Seriously, this was so much fun. I appreciate it. You'll come back.